1: Welcome to the 11th episode of Interlude Army. Today we'll be talking about IU and Suga's collab, BTS's streams on YouTube and Vlive, and more. We also had the honor to interview Dr. James R. Doty, a clinical professor of neurosurgery at Stanford University. He is the author of Into the Magic Shop, the book BTS referenced during their Love Yourself tier era. Let's get it. Welcome to Interlude Army.
2: I'm Roseanne.
1: And I'm Jose. It's time to announce the winner for the BTS and Starbucks Bear. Yay! Woo! Thank you to all of the participants. We appreciate all of the support you have given us. Let's get a drum roll, Roseanne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are we racing? Oh, yeah, okay. okay. The winner is... At CatRoseQL. Yay! Yay! Congratulations, Kat Rose Q. am uh, assuming her name might be Catherine Rose mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Katie Rose or something. But um, <laughs> congratulations, girl. You won the BTS and Starbucks Bear. So we'll be messaging you with more instructions. Thank you once again to everyone who participated.
2: Don't worry, you guys. We have another giveaway. I know we have so many giveaways. <laughs> I'll like, say, I'm so happy for it. Yes. You. <laughs> uh, but mm-hmm. this time, we're giving away a signed copy of. Into the Magic Shop by James R. Doty. To participate, please follow Interlude Army on the Himalaya app. Screenshot your follow and email it to interludearmygiveaway at gmail.com. Go under this episode on the Himalaya app and comment a good deed that you've done in the last week. And we will choose the winner from the comment section who has posted about their good deed. So can't wait to read all your guys' stories.
1: Yes, and it's going to be a one-of-a-kind book because, I mean, it, it's signed.
2: Yes, it's a signed copy, you guys. And if you haven't read this book yet, um, stay tuned. We do have an interview with James R. Doty, and he will go over the summary of the book. So look forward to that.
1: So how are you doing, Roseanne? How was your past week?
2: I felt like, I don't know why, this week felt so long. It felt like it's been forever since we last talked, which was just last Monday. Yes! Right? Do you feel that <laughs> way too? I, I think it's because so much has happened within this week.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But, um, well, recently, actually, this is sad news, but for those who don't know, I have a Pomeranian. He is six years old as of today. Actually, today is his birthday, but unfortunately, he has bladder stones, so he had to go into surgery today. Uh, He's okay though, they got rid of the stones. It is a reoccurring thing though, he's already had three surgeries within the six years that he's been alive he's doing good now um we're just gonna pick him up tomorrow
1: what's what's your dog's name by the way
2: my dog's name fun fact it is kai k-a-i,
1: K-A-I. oh cool happy birthday to kai and we hope that you get well soon kai
2: oh thank you so much jose he will i'll be i'll <laughs> post like a picture of him on on himalaya <laughs> yes
1: so we can see him um as far as the past week, um, I do feel like it, it has been long, like you said. For some reason, it's weird because it's not like we, yeah, that's weird you know, like haven't recorded like in like two weeks or something, but it's the same amount of time. Right. Um, I guess it does have to do with like how much information, content, news that we've been getting that like, since we're getting so much information, we're like, maybe it feels like we've been away for, like, two weeks or more (laughs) or something. Um, I know, right? But other than that, I mean, pretty much same old, same old. You know, it's still... You know uh, Self-quarantined You know Doing our part And trying to like Mm -hmm, Help mm -hmm. the universe And the world And be thankful That you're here That you have a home That you have a roof You know Mm -hmm. I've been watching like Some TV But some Because I don't know If you remember It was then like a couple Maybe uh, A couple episodes back I mentioned to you That I had like This big paper That I had to like Write Because it was almost Due well, I finally, oh, finally right. finished it.
2: How did that go? Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, after, like, procrastinating, I was able to finish it. And it's due tomorrow, so I'm waiting until tomorrow to
2: upload. Oh, it. to turn it in. Ah, Okay, at least you got it done. Yeah,
1: like, I can turn it in already. Oh, I can do it already, but I'm going to wait till, like, tomorrow. (laughs) So that, like...
2: Wait, wait, why?
1: (laughs) Hear me out. I feel... uh, This might not even work, but in my mind, I'm like, maybe my professor's going to be like, you know what? He took all the time to write the paper. So let me give him some points just for that. (laughs) I want him to be like, oh, okay, he took his time on this. So it's not just like, you know what? Here it is. And whatever, you know, whatever time. Yeah. um,
2: okay we're gonna jump into the news now oh gosh like like jose mentioned earlier there's so much that has happened um yes like literally we were well fed and we're gonna be fed even more in the upcoming weeks but mm-hmm. i you and Sugar collab is coming and the mm-hmm. charts aren't ready jose let me hear your thoughts about it first though
1: so literally like i was able to catch as soon as the news dropped i think once that art you know how there's always a korean article first that like reports on it um it was yesterday and as soon as i saw like um a translation of it literally within seconds i was like i was able to catch it like in real time you know what i mean like i was able to like see it like all the comments incoming, like, oh, my God, IU and Suga. IU and, Sugar. and I was And I was like, is this legit or is this something that just a fan, like, <laughs> yeah, a yeah. rumor that's going around? But once it was confirmed, the first thing I thought was, yes, we're getting more content. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. once I was able to get over the excitement of getting more content, I moved on to the excitement for Suga and IU. Because I know, I mean, come on like you said the charts they are not ready for this song like bts themselves oh my god
2: bts themselves do really good on a chart
1: i use like a digital yeah. monster queen on the, the ch-
2: queen for those who don't know ayu actually did you know that shiga and ayu are born in the same year because <laughs> i didn't know that until recently there's 93 babies
1: this is the thing because I um is I don't dislike IU or anything negative, you know what I mean? I just don't listen to her music. Ah, um, I guess it's just the I guess it's just the preference, I guess you know you just listen to music styles, yeah. yeah, like you just listen to, to who you listen to. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean you hate them or dislike them or anything. I just haven't gotten into IU, but I do like that one song. What's it called? BB? Be- I believe it's called
2: Oh, yeah, BB. Beep, beep. Okay,
1: so I've listened to that one. I haven't, like, gotten into her whole, like, repertoire, like, her whole discography or anything. So, I actually didn't know any of her history as well. So, I didn't know how old she was. I didn't know she was a 93 liner either. So, once everything came out yesterday, I was like, oh, wow. I didn't know that either. Yeah,
2: no, that's crazy because, uh, well, she came out in uh, 2008, literally. I I was actually Mm. there, not there physically, but there to watch her live performance. And I actually, it's so embarrassing. I made a... Cover of her first song. Uh, I don't know if I should play a clip on that here, but it's so embarrassing. We
1: need to hear it.
2: <laughs> no, it's, but anyway, why, you know. why did I even bring that up?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, if you if you don't play,
2: oh, mm, uh, uh, okay. I'll play like five seconds. Okay, forgive me ahead of time. This was literally recorded in 2008. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> and cut. So she debuted in 2008. That was like, I think that's the reason why I thought she was older older than Sugar, because she's been out in the industry longer than he has. So when I found out okay. they were the same age, I'm like, what the heck? They dropped the teaser for a visual like poster and the song title yesterday as well right like later that day
1: uh it was actually today
2: what's it oh my god jose my my days are so <laughs> mixed
1: up. it's all good rosette <sighs> there every day is mixing in with it oh all the day <laughs> like, but <laughs> but no you're right we got the actual like i mean do you think this is the single cover or do you think it'll be a different one
2: you know that's a really good question because uh did she Drop the track list? I don't know if this is a title track uh,
1: I don't think so. I haven't seen a track list yet. Uh, the only thing I've seen is that the actual, like, if this is the single cover, then that's the only thing that I have seen. The only reason I'm, like, wondering if it is is because it has the date on it, and I don't think singles single covers have the date on it do they right like usually when the cover is like when you're listening to it or anything they don't have the date that it was released and on this image that we got we have the date which is may 6 mm-hmm. 2020 mm-hmm. um and then we have the number eight which by the way the song is going to be titled eight, eight. <laughs> and um and then it says uh, Producer and featuring Suga of BTS.
2: Yes. A lot of people were shook that he was going to be featuring on it. Because we just thought he would be producing it. So we're like,
1: ah. Because the news came out saying it was just going to be like a collaboration with him. Because in the past, he has collaborated with other artists. And he's only been like the producer of the song. Um, But on this one, it's producer and he's also going to be featured on the song. So we're going to be able to hear him as well. But we will all know on May 6th.
2: Yes, May 6th. Because that is Monk when it comes count.
1: out. And that's not too far away, Roseanne. Like, literally, May 1st is this Friday.
2: Literally six days after Ayu and Sugar's collab. Mm-hmm. We're going to get break the silence. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm sweating.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we actually have talked about this on the podcast before that Mm -hmm. there's going to be a Break the Silence docuseries, a new docuseries for BTS. But we actually have all the information now. as like when it's going to release, when Mm -hmm. it's up for pre-order, how many episodes, and what's it going to be about, you know? So there's going to be seven episodes. um, And this time, we're going to get two episodes per week. What? I don't know. If you read that or if you saw that somewhere, yeah, I was shook it. I was like, What, huh? Hold up, wait a minute. And then, like you said, <laughs> six days after getting eight, which is IU and Sugar's collab, on May 12th, we're gonna get Break the Silence. And on May 12th, we're gonna get two episodes, wow. Episodes one and two. Yeah,
2: and it's gonna be on. Weavers.
1: You can pre-order starting April twenty eighth, but once the uh the series is on Weavers, you can still buy it. You don't have to like pre-order in order to watch it, you know? Yeah, so May twelfth at nine PM Korean Standard Time, like I said, one and two are the episodes are that we're gonna see on May twelfth, and then it's gonna be on Thursday. So Tuesdays and Thursdays is when they're gonna drop New episodes.
2: Be, dang, we're gonna be so,
1: so. If you think about it, that's a really short amount of time. Like they're all gonna, they're gonna squeeze it all in May.
2: Uh, I'm just not. It's just theorizing. But they're making this docu mm-hmm. series come out faster than usual. So maybe they have more mm-hmm. things planned for us, huh? <laughs> just
1: kidding. <laughs> well, if you think about it, Roseanne, May 28th—that's the week right before June
2: starts. Yes, we know, and we June. all know what June brings. Eh. Yeah, we talked about it in our last episode. But the series is going to be following BTS throughout their Love Yourself Tour and Speak Yourself Tour. So I've been excited to see this because I wanted to see how things went during their stadium performances. Because this is huge. You know what I mean? They've always been doing arenas. But these are stadium mm-hmm, tours mm-hmm. and a lot more goes into stadiums.
1: And 351 days. Right? Like I'm I, in my head, I'm like, how are you guys fitting that into seven episodes?
2: That's, oh, that's what I was thinking too. Like, how long are these episodes? Did they say? Is it an hour long? <laughs> but it's gonna be amazing. Not only do we know that there's gonna be a lot of stuff being released in the future for us, but they've been feeding us with all these freaking live streams, Jose. <laughs> It's like
1: they've been active, girl. They me. have been active. It's like at
2: night, I need to check my phone because you know they would stream like <laughs> yeah. super late at night for us in the US time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
1: like we're like we trying to go to sleep y'all I, <laughs> like come well, on I <laughs>
2: literally I, I was able to catch last night's stream a, just a little bit because i was already in bed and like oh my god you guys are streaming i was able to catch a little bit of jin jimin and shigas v live from last night and they were you know when you like go into a stream in the middle of it and you're just like what's going on i just saw them like right dancing <laughs> like what the heck? Odd, but they were playing just dance.
1: We do know that Jin loves this game because remember, uh, Hobie posted a video on Twitter along a while ago of Jin playing just dance <laughs> with his yeah. Wii. I don't know if you remember that video, yes. Well, first of all, this was unexpected. Like, if you would have told me Jin, Jimin, and Suga were gonna go on V Live to play just dance, I would have been like, You're just that's one of your <laughs> wishes you know like i don't think that's gonna happen and then like this is so random
2: it was that's why i love it like you don't i don't know what to expect from these lives anymore man i know but they were playing it on their phone i never knew that they had it on a phone i thought that was pretty cool so we could all try to play it right that's something they're giving us ideas
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Cause you do get a workout, girl. Like when I've played the 2014 version, uh-huh, uh-huh. I've been sweating. I'd be sweating. I'd be like, "Yo, this is a full workout." There
2: was a stream that I wasn't actually able to catch. It was um, Sugar's YouTube live stream of. I w- I'm so sad I missed out on that. Actually, when it went live, I don't know. Even though we can't understand what they're saying during these live streams, I don't know. For me personally, I feel like I'm part of it when it's actually happening he was painting on a big canvas for about an hour and people were like joking around about how it's oh you know how what if it's an album reveal like halsey's
1: (laughs) oh yeah i remember that
2: so it's like is he revealing the album cover (laughs) (laughs) no but he uh but he did mention though that they were uh working on a new album just like Mm rm said in his last week's Mm -hmm. stream i could tell you what he said for those who like are uh who weren't aware about like what he said during that live stream. I could read a quote yes about what he said about this new album. He said, "Before we started, we decided who was in charge of what, who would oversee everything, who would oversee the visuals, who would oversee the music. We split that up. We discussed it amongst ourselves and made the decision." So, I was kind of confused about what he meant mm-hmm. by this. Does he mean like each member get to choose who will be like the visual manager? Who will, you know, take care of the music. Right.
1: Well, that's the thing. We we don't know. We can't, like, say for sure that he meant all of BTS. I mean, that's what majority of ARMY yeah. are thinking. Because... Yeah, yeah. He said, like confirming what rm said that they're already working on it but we only see him i mean heard him saying like we but we don't know who's we like are you including Ah, the big hit staff you know what i'm saying or are you just saying we as in or the
2: members yes
1: right um another thing that maybe people were like well i think he's talking about the members like the members are going to have more hands-on on the visuals and just pretty much like more responsibilities Is because he did say that a video will be released soon about this and to like wait for it. So that's why we're like, okay, so we're going to be able to see them dividing up the responsibilities or not. Maybe not that, but maybe seeing them doing the actual process of the album. I don't know, you know, so it's like.
2: That would be really cool, though. Just the thought of it. Like, you know, like BTS has always contributed to the album, the making of the album. Mm -hmm. But for them, if he is talking about the individual members, for them to kind of like oversee certain like departments, I guess you Mm -hmm. would say that, like one is in charge of finding a manager for music and the other one for visual, Mm -hmm. that's just like full control Mm -hmm. over the making of an album, which is insane to me like i don't know i don't think that's common in the industry of um the music industry in korea so
1: yeah that, i mean honestly i i'm here for it because <laughs> i know they have great ideas as well like i'm sure like imagine if like Tay is in charge of the visuals knowing how like uh, how much of an artist he is <gasps> Oh my god. And like photography. Jungle, jungle
2: directing? Oh
1: yeah, Jungle with directing. Oh my Hobie god. Hobby
2: making the cho- or like court making the choreography or but like I said we don't know if they're the ones that are doing it themselves or they like they're choosing who to hire. But like <laughs> it's going to be amazing no matter what <laughs> regardless.
1: So this actually was their YouTube live stream but Roseanne, I don't know if you were able to catch he did like a audio V live stream. Yeah. Like there was no visual. He was just answering questions from ARMY. I didn't catch it all, but he gave a lot of good advice. Like, reading the translations, I was like, oh my god, like, this is- this is touching my heart like this this he's speaking to me <laughs> like literally like life advice and stuff Aww. and like i don't want to mess up like his advice guys so please if you're able to look up the translations on twitter or on instagram whatever social media
2: they might have the or they might already
1: have it on v live yeah he gave great 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 advice like he answered questions and stuff and I mean, oh, he just speaks to you like I was like, "Oh my god!" Like he's he's touching me, right <laughs> <now>. not <laughs> in that way. Oh my god, that <laughs> came out so wrong, guys. No, oh, my apologies, oh my. army. My apologies, sugar. I meant touch my heart, touched me as in my heart, my soul. Okay, get get it together. Get it right.
2: Taeyang has been posting a lot, like recently. It's it's
1: a lot, a lot, <laughs> like. We already know he's active on Weavers, but he went on V Live and then on Twitter. Like he's been
2: active. He has been act- uh, He streamed his. You know, I love how he does his little FM radio thing. He always plays music that he likes personally, and it helps mm-hmm. me f- discover music that I haven't discovered yet.
1: OMG! Yes,
2: I'm so happy that he played uh, Pink Sweat's Seventeen. That yes. is like one of my favorite. Okay, my that right now. I,
1: <sighs> I that song I had never heard. But because of Taehyung, I know the song, and I love that song now. Like, it's, it's such a good song. Right? So thank you, Taehyung. <laughs> Just gotta give him thanks Right, for this that. is
2: what I mean. Like, he helps us discover beautiful music.
1: But so. another thing, Roseanne, I don't know if you, like, caught it. Like, he played a bit of an arm released like, song of his. <gasps> That's
2: right. Literally seconds, ah. though. Okay, it yes. was
1: only seconds. It wasn't, like, a lot. But... It gave yeah. me like R&B vibes So I thought of singularity
2: Oh like it's kind of like Yeah you're an R&B but kind of not really dark I can't really say trap either because it has that like <laughs> Kind of sound uh-huh. in it But it didn't really have lyrics yet I think he just sang to it He
1: started singing and it and it sounded To me like English and we know that Like scenery and sweet night They've been all in English so And winter bear actually Yeah um, winter so. bear so that's why I'm like, maybe it is going to be in English as well. Because it sounded to me like he was singing in English. And then another V-Line that happened. <laughs> oh and my God. A line. lot of live streams. Woo. Okay. J-Hope and RM had a V-Line. And it was basically them decorating, like customizing their own army bombs.
2: Yeah. Did you
1: get a, t- a chance to watch that one?
2: Yeah, I watched little clips of it, not from the start till the end, but I was able to like, just watch a couple of scenes and their ending results. <laughs> and their ending results with their arms. Monster.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I want to do, th- I want to do it with mine, uh-huh. but I'm so scared of messing it I up.
2: I don't, I swear, like watch it, like after we decorate it, It doesn't even turn on. Mm -hmm. Like, we broke it. (laughs) That's like, I feel like that's what we would do with our
1: remote. Imagine, oh my god, I'm thinking about it right now. Like, oh my god, it's so pretty. And then you put in the batteries and then like, why is this not turning on? (laughs) It's not
2: working. We broke the light. Oh my god, I could see that. Definitely. And oh my gosh, it was so bright. Like, at the end when they were done decorating it and they turned it on, literally, it glows. Mm -hmm, Um... mm -hmm. I Actually, Jose, I never really got to ask you this. Are you a fan of TXT as well? Yes, I
1: am. Thank you for asking.
2: Okay. <laughs> do you have a bias?
1: Yes, I do. Thank you for asking.
2: <gasps> Ooh, who? It is,
1: is it? Subin. Subin is the bias.
2: Ooh! Subin is the bias. That is him. High five, Jose. Are you a Subin bias too? Yes. Okay. So, for those who didn't know... TXT is coming back, and sooner than, than I expected. It I was legit- today. Yeah, it was today. The I same
1: time like, oh, that the heck? image for IU and Suga's uh, 8 collab, at the same time, Big Hit dropped the TXT. Uh, I guess graphic teaser? Because it wasn't really like an MV teaser or anything. It was just like a graphic. Yeah,
2: like a visual. visual I don't yeah. know. Like, oh my God, Jose, when you said like, um, I dropped the eight mm-hmm, poster. Mm-hmm. The video teaser they dropped was 18 seconds, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be released on May 18th mm-hmm. Is there something? And case? then it's t- it's titled okay. the
1: Dream Chapter Eternity, and you know how the figure eight is like infinity, eternity like eternity. Girl, there's too much eights up in here. The and f- then my last name is Ochoa. Hello? It has an ocho in there. Okay, let me not. <laughs> I'm just trying to put myself eight. in there. By the way, um, uh, to our listeners, we did state at the beginning of our podcast, like at the very, very, very beginning, episode one, that we would be touching on anything related to Big Hit. So if you are questioning why we are touching on TXT's comeback, it's because we we also want to cover anything that's going on in, you know, Big Hit's label. So just throwing that out there in case you guys yes. are wondering.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, what's going on? Why are you ta- yeah. yeah. So... Our TXT little babies are coming out soon. BTS's
1: um, baby mm. brothers.
2: <laughs> I know. And it's going to be called the dream chapter eternity. Eternity. That's so going to be amazing. Mm.
1: Yeah. So those were the updates we had for today. I know it was a lot, guys. So thank you for sticking through with it, with us. Um, let's start our favorite segment, which is love army where we read letters written by you guys if you want to submit your letter or voice recordings please email them to interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com don't feel discouraged if we haven't read your letter yet because we could always read it in our future episodes
2: and so we're going to read one letter from an army named lizbeth moncada and it says hello First, let me start with I love you both and truly, truly enjoy watching your channels.
1: Thank Thank you so much,
2: Liz. I was married for seven years. Ironic now with this new album, right? That is ironic.
1: I know, yeah.
2: It started out amazing, but slowly I came to realize he was emotionally manipulative and abusive. I am originally from Miami and moved to New York City for his job. I left all my friends and family behind. I am a very introverted person and I find it really difficult to make friends. I won't be the first to talk to someone or invite someone out. This was something he would criticize me for since he could make friends easy. Once, while eating in the K-Town area in Manhattan, I saw the Blood, Sweat & Tears video. I fell in love. I started watching BTS's older videos, listening to their songs. I truly felt connected to them and their message. It was something I didn't know I needed, but this was something else he would criticize me for and make fun of me. I didn't want him making fun of BTS when he didn't even know who they were, so I would wait to watch their videos. Oh, so I would wait to watch videos and listen to songs when he wasn't around.
1: I slowly, thanks to BTS's music, realized I wasn't happy and I deserved more. Finally, in 2018, I was able to find strength to leave. I find it really funny because this was in June 2018 after Fake Love came out. Listening to the full Love Yourself tier album on repeat helped me be stronger. Then on August 9th, Epiphany was released. This made me break down for the first time since I left. I felt like I purged all my pain and found myself again. Now I'm focused on me, finding my own happiness and finding my journey to loving myself constantly listening to bts and watching all their videos make me feel beyond happy i truly believe bts saved my life and i owe them everything i feel so thankful to have found them it's true what people say bts will find you when you need them the most thank you for reading my story i purple you liz
2: oh oh wow that got me especially the last sentence when she said it's true bts will find you when you need them the most and the Mm -hmm. fact that i'm so happy that you were able to find them and that they were they were able to give you strength to find your own happiness and to find a life that you deserve and it gave you the strength to leave
1: um she did not have to be this open lizbeth Mm -hmm. i'm so happy um you left that toxic relationship and that you're happy now and that bts helped you and that you're in a stronger better healthier place now mentally and physically um i'm just so happy for you honestly (laughs) like wow (laughs) Thank you so much for this, Liz. is amazing. Oh, my God. These letters, Roseanne, they're getting me. I know. It's getting getting
2: me so emotional. And this is why this is my favorite segment. And thank you so much for sending your letter, Liz. And for everyone who's been participating in this Love Army segment, you guys are amazing.
1: So as we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, guys, we do have an interview with Dr. James Doty, author of Into the Magic Shop. But just to let you guys know, I was not able to make this interview. So thanks again to Roseanne for stepping in and she knocked it right out of the park. Thank you, Roseanne. And uh, hopefully, hopefully with like my schedule being a little bit more free with like school easing on the homework, I'll be able to participate in all our interviews. But thanks again, Roseanne, for stepping in and knocking it out of the park once again.
2: Are you listening to this episode on Himalaya? If you are, congratulations because you're already using the best new podcast app out there. Not only does Himalaya have tons of cool features like curated podcast playlists and collections along with personalized recommendations, but our brand new members-only version of this, Interlude Army Plus, is only available on the Himalaya app. When you become a member of Interlude Army Plus, you'll get all ad-free, exclusive episodes, giveaways, and more. You'll even get these episodes a day early. And the best part is, Interlude Army Plus is available for just four ninety nine dollars a month. So download Himalaya and join Interlude Army Plus today. Also, I want to give a special shout out to K-pop music town LA for sponsoring our previous giveaway. Now they're located in Los Angeles and Buena Park welcome back to interlude army today we have a special guest joining us dr james r Doty is a clinical professor of neurosurgery at stanford university and he is also the author of the book into the magic shop yes the book that was referenced during the bts fake oh sorry during the bts love yourself tear era and also the inspiration for their magic shop muster so Please welcome James Doty. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi,
3: it's uh, great to be with you guys today. And uh, I'm so happy to uh, sort of, I guess, consider myself part of the BTS Army.
2: Oh, wow. That's... <laughs> We'd love hearing that. No, that's really cool. But thank you so much for taking your time to join us. Um, First of all, I want to say that Into the Magic Shop is one of my favorite books of all time. And I've been using your methods ever since I read your book. And I just want to say thank you so much for sharing your methods because it has honestly helped me a lot in life. And I can't, I really can't wait to share this with um, everyone who's listening. But For those who are listening but haven't read the book yet, could you give us a quick summary about Into the Magic Shop?
3: So the book is uh, really my memoir of my life and Mm -hmm. it incorporates concepts of meditation and what we call um, compassion science or neuroscience. And basically the story starts when I am 12 And my experience of walking into a magic shop and how that experience changed my life. And prior to that, I was scared, angry, filled with despair, a sense of hopelessness. And the reason was because uh, growing up, I uh, was in a very difficult circumstance. My father was an alcoholic. My mother had had a stroke and was paralyzed, was chronically depressed, attempted suicide multiple times. We were on public assistance, uh, essentially my entire childhood. I had been bullied and uh, we had been evicted from different homes. And that type of a background uh, is very challenging for a child Mm -hmm. to overcome. And as a result, the emotions which I mentioned to you were really manifesting themselves. And I felt I did not have a future. And one day, and I'd had an interest in magic, uh, one day I was riding my bicycle far from my house. And in fact, what would happen is when different events would happen at my house that would upset me, Mm
0: -hmm.
3: I would get on my bicycle and ride as fast as I could, as far away as I could. One time when I did that, I rode to an area I was unfamiliar with in the city in this, what we call a strip mall or this uh, collection of stores was a magic shop. And I walked into this magic shop And here I was, this poor, afraid, angry 12-year-old, and I was greeted by a woman who smiled at me. She had this radiant presence about her. Uh, She actually, in her interaction with me, treated me like someone important or equal to herself. She didn't treat me like a child or look down at me. And immediately, I felt relaxed. And it turned out that this was the owner's mother. And he was doing an errand and his mother simply happened to be sitting there uh, managing the shop while he was gone. But we began a conversation and it turns out she knew nothing about magic, at least the type of magic in that magic store. Mm
0: -hmm. But she
3: knew a different type of magic and the magic she manifested related to understanding people and what they needed, if you will. And uh, after a conversation of about 20 or 30 minutes, she said to me, "Um, I really like you. Uh, I'm here for another six weeks. And if you show up every day, I think I could teach you something uh, that could really help you. And uh, so I did show up and I spent an hour or two with her every day for about six weeks. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: And that interaction with her changed my life and it changed it by doing several things. And you have to remember this was before we had this idea of meditation or mindfulness in western culture Mm -hmm. it was before the concept of neuroplasticity was understood and what she did though during this period of time was literally change my brain and if you want to think of it as actually she performed magic on my brain Mm -hmm. Because the first thing she taught me, which I was unaware of, and it's like, you know, if you're a fish in a a fishbowl and you're swimming in dirty water, you have no idea the water's dirty because that's your world and you don't have any experience outside of that world. And what I mean by that is that I was very scared and I was very tense. My muscles were tight and I was living the nature of my home life was in constant trauma and constant trauma leads to post-traumatic stress disorder. You have this chaotic environment, you don't know what's going to happen to you, and it creates anxiety, it creates fear, it creates uncertainty, and all of these emotional states have a very negative effect on your health, and it's also very hard to concentrate or to achieve because to do those things, you have to be present. So the first thing she taught me, which is now uh, commonly used in different types of meditation or mindfulness practice practices, is a body survey to relax my body, to breathe slowly in and out. And the nature of that exercise shifts you from what we call your fear state or engagement of what's called your sympathetic nervous system. Uh, and this is what we think of as our flight or fight or freeze mechanism, where we're just reactive and we just want to survive, to shifting you over to your parasympathetic nervous system, which is called your rest and digest system. When when you're functioning in your parasympathetic nervous system, or when that is engaged, Mm -hmm. you are relaxed, you're more thoughtful, your creativity is increased, you're more thoughtful about your decisions, you're more discerning, and your physiology works much better. And in fact, when you're in that mode, the parts of your brain associated with your reward system actually increase their metabolism. So it had a very, very profound effect. The next thing she taught me was that I would beat myself up. You know, many people, I'm sure many of your listeners and perhaps yourselves, oftentimes you sit and you'll say, geez, inside your mind, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. You know, people are going to know that I'm an imposter. Uh, They're going to find out about me. This negative self-talk, or if you will, not loving yourself, uh, has very, very negative effects, again, on your physiology, because those types of comments engage your sympathetic nervous system. And so what happens is that when you make a statement to yourself, like, I can't, it's not possible, I'm not good enough, that becomes reality. Because as soon as you say I can't, then by definition, you are unable to. And so what she taught me was that those statements that I would tell myself, and I used to think they were real, actually were artificial constructs. Because what happens, the nature of how we evolved as a species is that things that put us at risk, which are often negative things, uh, we respond to. As an example, this is why people watch news programs and they promote violence. They promote things that uh, uh, are scary because that's when you turn your head. You know, if if it's an idyllic background with music and people just laying around enjoy themselves, you don't look at it because it doesn't create fear in you because everything is fine. And so news programs know this. So they use the fact that as a species, we evolve to look at threat. Unfortunately, the way our brains evolve, though, when negative statements are made or we feel negativity, it sticks to us much more so than positive comments. And this is why we create these negative narratives about ourselves. Mm -hmm. But the problem is these negative narratives take away the power that we have as individuals. You know, each of us has amazing gifts each of us has amazing power but mm-hmm. then we give it away by saying we can't it's not possible and what i tell people it's like every day you lay down a, a, a brick in a prison wall to create this prison of your, for yourself and the more you lay those bricks down it gets darker and the walls get higher and the chance of you escaping that gets less and less And when she taught me this reality and that it was a false narrative, it allowed me to escape my prison and if you will, see the light and see the power that I had. Mm. So this is this concept of self-compassion or loving yourself. And this is what we see in the album, right? Uh, And the magic shop is this place where you can go and you can learn about how to be kind to yourself. And the thing is that once you're able to be kind to yourself and self compassionate, and there's a whole area of research around this, then it allows you to see the world in a different way. Then you start understanding that everyone is suffering. Everyone has problems and you're much more kind in your interaction with them. And so it sort of changes your worldview. And as a species, we have the ability to intuit people's emotional states from their uh, facial expressions, by the intonation of uh, their voice, by their body language, and even by their smell. And individuals can sense when a person is upset, when they're angry, when they're afraid, and they respond. So what I tell people is once I understood this, and changed how I interacted with the world and was no longer fearful and afraid with this negative self-talk, then the world changed how it responded to me. And this is why I have been able to accomplish all the things that I've been able to accomplish, uh, to go to medical school, to become a neurosurgeon, uh, to become a professor at Stanford University, to become a successful entrepreneur, to become a philanthropist, to found this center at Stanford where we study compassion and the power it has to change your life uh, and to improve your own health. Yes. And when I had this interaction with this woman, Ruth in the Magic Shop, one of the conditions ultimately was that whatever I learned from her, mm-hmm. I would share with others.
0: Oh, yes.
3: And in some ways, that's what BTS has done as well. They have Mm -hmm. taken what was in that book, my book, and in their own way now uh, are spreading the same message of hope, forgiveness, love for self, uh, seeing others who are suffering, uh, being present for them, caring for other people. And I think that's very, very important. And frankly, I think that is the power of BTS and uh, BTS Army.
2: No, I'm very thankful that you have shared this method. And also, how do you think BTS's concept relates into the magic shop? And you explained that a little bit, but from the book's perspective and teachings, other than them teaching us how to love ourselves, did you find any other things that they've been teaching that somehow relates to your book?
3: Well, I think we have a very common uh, message. Uh, I think their message is through music. But again, I think it's the power of self-compassion. It's the power of compassion for others. It's the power of love. It's the ability to overcome obstacles in your life and Mm -hmm. still maintain a positive attitude. And it's also one of Mm non-judgment. You know, when we ourselves are suffering, we have a tendency not only to beat ourselves up,
0: Mm -hmm.
3: but we have a tendency to be uh, critical of others, and it makes us judge others. Verse the reality is uh, of the fact that we are all one. And uh-huh. uh, when we are kind and uh, to others, we're actually being kind to ourselves.
2: Got it. I mean, many say, follow your heart and everything will be okay. But how do you know the difference between following your heart's passion or being obsessed with something?
3: You mean like being obsessed with BTS Army? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good one, yes. <laughs> well, uh, I think there are a couple things. It's great to think about this idea of follow your heart.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: that being said, everyone has to eat, and uh, typically uh, that requires a job, and you have a certain responsibilities. And sometimes, while that's a wonderful thing to think about, uh, it's not possible for everyone. Uh, Mm. And I certainly would not be critical of someone who by the nature of their circumstance has to work to live uh, versus live to work. Do you understand the difference? Oh, got it. You know, uh, live to work is someone who is following their heart. It allows them to live the life they want. It fulfills their needs, whether it's uh, for food, shelter, uh, caring for their family. Mm -hmm. Uh, Frankly, most people are in a position where they have to work to live. But that being said, uh, it also allows them, though, to have those uh, things, food, shelter, caring for their family, Mm -hmm. and time to focus on uh, things outside of their work that they're passionate about. Now, you were talked about being obsessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obsession is wonderful as long as it doesn't damage you. As an example, with what you're doing, you're very passionate about it. You're benefiting people. They're learning more. Uh, well, certainly BTS is part of it. They're actually learning important things about love, connection, and those are important. And when Mm -hmm. you practice those things, whatever the messenger is, whether it's BTS, whether it's a holy book, Mm -hmm. whether it's experience with examples from your family, anything that allows you to understand the true nature of reality. And the true nature of reality is that we function at our best Mm
1: -hmm. when we
3: care for others. Even with all the negative things we think about ourselves, Uh, and everyone carries this, is that when you have an understanding that in the face of everything, you deserve to be loved, you deserve to be cared for, then that's good. Uh, Because you do. There's not a single human being that doesn't deserve to be loved, period. Yes. And what we forget sometimes is even the smallest of gestures in the right circumstance can have an extraordinary, extraordinary effect on a person's life. And I've experienced that so often, not only with Ruth in this magic shop and other interactions that have been pivotal in my own life, but uh, uh, in my own actions towards others, which have profoundly affected their lives and I didn't even know about. I mean, literally, I've had people come up to me who I haven't seen or maybe even only had one interaction with and they said, do you remember the time You know, it was this situation, and we had this conversation. And frankly, some of those times, I have no recollection whatsoever. (laughs) They'll say, well, you were so kind to me, and you took the time. And that interaction with me uh, led me on this path to be here with you today. And I have been so successful. I just want to thank you so much. I'm going, oh, my God. And the thing is, you never know how those actions towards other people uh, will affect them. And this is why, again, we talk about the power within ourselves. You don't appreciate the power you have to change someone's life in a positive way. And sadly, uh, people use that power in a negative way. Mm-hmm. And that's because they're hurting. This is the, how a bully acts. He hurts people because he is in pain or she... Uh, but the power of goodness, the power of caring uh, changes everything. And, uh, and I think that's really uh, the wonderful thing about BTS and their uh, message.
2: What are your thoughts about the artist BTS other than the fact that, you know, they used your concept, which is amazing. What do you think about them?
3: Well, first of all, uh, I don't know that much about them because mm-hmm. I have many other things that consume a lot of my time. Oh, yes. And frankly, I only found out about the fact that they used my book for that album and the song
0: mm-hmm. uh,
3: by accident. It wasn't because oh. I was a follower of BTS and had sent them my book. I knew nothing about this whatsoever until oh. different um uh, media outlets contacted me and asked me if I was aware of it.
2: So that's how you found out was through media outlets. I mean, what was your reaction though, when you found out this, this, these artists used your book as inspiration?
3: Well, uh, obviously I was quite humbled. I mean, they're of course known throughout the world and, you know, they are doing wonderful things and they inspire so many youth and adults. Um, to actually be better people and to understand themselves better mm-hmm. and to believe in themselves, yes. and to have hope about their future. Uh, so I think it's fantastic. The reality is actually, as I told you, my book is in over 40 languages. Mm-hmm. I mean, Literally, I get either uh, things from Twitter, Facebook, emails, letters, uh, hundreds a month from people whose lives have been impacted by my book. And
0: mm-hmm.
3: I'm sure it is in no way comparing to the amount of positive things in BTS as a group yet, but you know, it's humbling to believe to, to have the situation where what you do affects so many people in a positive way. And, you know, it's a, it's a blessing. Of course yeah. the, you know, the challenge can be, and I, and, and, not so much for me probably, although in a small way, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, celebrity is very challenging, right? Yeah. I mean, imagine if everywhere you go, there are literally tens of thousands of people who want to connect with you. And as a result, you have to live in this sort of very protected space with all sorts of barriers yes. uh, because people in their enthusiasm to connect sometimes forget that you're a human being Mm -hmm. And that you need your own space and that uh, and you're not a sort of this thing necessarily that they see uh, when they watch, you know, a show or listen to your album. You you suffer too. You have your own stresses and insecurities and versus sort of being this thing that they can touch and take a piece of. And so I think uh, you have to, you know, think about that and understand that.
2: You found out that BTS has used your book as as a concept, but what was your reaction when you found out that your book, Into the Magic Shop, became the best seller in South Korea?
3: Well, you know, it was already doing well in South Korea, but certainly there's no question that the attention that uh, BTS had given to it because of uh, creating the song and, and using it as the basis for that album, was quite extraordinary. And not only did it have an effect in Korea, it had an effect all over the world. Yes. Because as you know, the BTS army isn't just uh, South Korea, it's (laughs) international. And so sales jumped up uh, all over and a lot more people contacted me. So I'm very appreciative of that fact and honored that they did use uh, my book. You know, it's quite extraordinary and, and quite humbling. But I have to tell you, I was not actually interested in writing a book. Oh! What happened is the nature of my work at this center uh, that studies the neuroscience of compassion, and I'm not sure if you're aware, this is in uh, the School of Medicine at Stanford. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called the Center for Compassion and Altruism Research and Education, or mm-hmm. C-C-A-R-E. C-C-A-R-E. I give a lot of lectures. And interestingly, the Dalai Lama is the founding benefactor of the center. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I give a lot of lectures where I would tell many of the stories that are in the book.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: And what happened was that I had been asked a number of times by literary agents to write a book and I had always refused. And um, one time an individual, he tracked me all over the world to have a conversation with me. And uh, basically he said, you know, I'm a literary agent, your stories are very, very powerful. And he said, I would love to do a book with you. And the reason is, is because I've shared with my father many of your stories, and they've been profoundly moving for him. And I would love to do a book and give it as a gift for my father.
2: Wow.
3: And so I, um, I said, okay. And that's why I wrote the book. And because that took about two and a half years to do that, my goal was not you know, to sell a million copies. My goal was if that book could help one person, it was worthwhile. (laughs) I had no expectations about how the book would do. And, you know, the other thing I have to tell you, and this is a Buddhist principle, although I'm not a Buddhist, Mm -hmm. but I um, like their philosophy or the philosophy of Buddhism. Got it is that, you know, when you have an attachment to an outcome, it frequently causes suffering. If I sat there and said, oh, my God, this book, you know, if I can, this book will just be a New York Times bestseller. If it'll just sell 100,000 copies, if, 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 be better and I'll be happy. And that sets you up for unhappiness. So I had, while the experience of doing the book was wonderful, and I was glad I did it, Whatever happened was really irrelevant after that.
2: Mm, Got it, got it. Well, it has helped millions of people, not only me, but I'm sure. uh, I've been sharing this book with a couple of my friends, and they have come back to tell me that it has helped them as well. What are your thoughts about BTS's fans called ARMY?
3: I think that um, by the nature of how BTS presents themselves and what their goals are to help others. I think the fact that this army exists, which while they are fans of BTS, they are also fans of the philosophy of BTS. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very, very powerful. And I think one of the reasons that uh, their music and who they are resonates with so many individuals is because a lot of people are suffering. A lot of people are scared and anxious and um, they feel they don't have confidence in themselves. They have <laughs> negative self-talk. The music and the message and the, uh, how BTS presents themselves is a very, very positive narrative. And in mm-hmm. some ways, it shows their vulnerability by the nature of their own suffering and what they're talking about.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: that gives people hope that they can change their own lives in a positive way. And, you know, having a community of people uh, such as BTS Army who have the same belief system, who uh, connect with each other, who want to do good in the world, Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's really quite extraordinary. And obviously, uh, that number is millions and millions around the world. And I think in this particular time with this worldwide pandemic,
0: Mm -hmm.
3: one of the things that followers of BTS can do is to think about how they can help others in this uh, difficult time and like i said sometimes it's just a smile but as an example in my neighborhood uh, bring food to elderly people or bring them supplies uh, mow their lawn things like this Mm -hmm. and even though you're in isolation you can still do good things for other people And I think what we know is when you care for somebody else, when you demonstrate that type of good behavior, it actually makes you feel good about yourself. And you should feel good about yourself uh, because we are meant to care and connect and to be social. That's how we are as a species. So even in the face of this pandemic and the situation where many people are scared and are afraid, there's still the opportunity to get outside of that And the way you do that is to be of service to others.
2: Thank you so much for those words. And I hope that for those who are listening, they could also listen and also give back to your community by doing kind things. And I hope that will help you guys through this whole pandemic and make us stronger. So thank you once again for joining us. Actually, for those who are interested, is there any way they could follow you? What are your um, social media platforms?
3: Uh, I'm fairly primitive, but uh, you can find me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at James R. Doty MD
0: mm-hmm. uh,
3: and the same on Instagram. and let's see Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn.
0: So oh
3: I'm on all of those things, uh, some more than others. And certainly, if anyone wants to connect with me directly,
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, they can send me an email at jrdhoughty at stanford.edu. And, uh, and you can check out the work that I do at CCARE, C-C-A-R-E. And there are, I will tell you, a large number of podcasts related to the work that I do, and addressing some of the issues that we've been talking about. As oh, an example, I did one on the choice of fear uh, oh. or, uh, versus love. And, uh, um, and also how to overcome uh, stress and anxiety. Also how, by being compassionate, it improves your health. So there's all sorts of videos. The other thing is that i do something as part of my work at stanford where i have what are called conversations on compassion
0: mm-hmm. and
3: uh i actually just sit down with somebody who i think is uh interesting and whose life is devoted to a life of compassion such as uh the dalai lama Eckhart mm-hmm. tolle uh, sri sri ravi shankar Sadhguru, Amma, ama mm-hmm. the hugging saint Uh, as well as a host of other people, including actors, including uh, business people and a whole variety of other individuals who understand and believe that kindness, compassion, caring for others is what not only makes life worthwhile, but actually is the meaning of life. Yes. Well, listen, there's also, which I forgot to mention, there's actually a website for the book called intothemagicshop.com, and there's all sorts of stories uh, and other information there. One of the things, actually, we didn't have a chance to talk a bit Mm -hmm. about um, was uh, the alphabet of the heart. Yes. uh, uh, I don't know if you have a few more minutes.
2: Oh, yes, of course. We would love to listen and hear more about that.
3: Okay. (laughs) Please. Uh, Well, I think it's important too, because I think one of your questions which you were going to ask, and I'm Mm -hmm. probably perhaps too wordy, uh, is uh, what is my own practice? Mm -hmm. And the reason I mentioned the alphabet of the heart is because it relates to that. And uh, the origin of that is I was asked to speak at actually the medical school I attended Uh, at something called the White Coat Ceremony. Uh And that is an event where the students are about to start medical school, they're given a white coat, they take the oath of Hippocrates, and then there is a uh, speaker who uh, typically represents the highest ideals of medicine, which I was honored to be that person. Uh And what I tried to do in my talk was to give these students something that would help them in their life, not only as physicians, but as human beings. Mm. And so I tried to distill what I had learned uh, to that point into a mnemonic. And many of us, especially in medical school, you use mnemonics to remember things. Got it. uh, and it's also used, I think, just uh, when we're in college as well, but especially in medical school, because we have to learn all these medical terms and anatomic terms. <laughs> yes. So I came up with 10 letters of the alphabet that I felt were easy to remember. And if you went through them on a daily basis, it would center you for how to lead a life. Those 10 letters are as follows. C, compassion for self, which we've talked about, Mm -hmm. and others. D is recognizing the dignity of every person, that Uh every person is important. E is practicing something called equanimity, the of temperament. Mm -hmm. You know, many of us have this tendency to want to always hold on to great events. As an example, you know, you accomplish something and people recognize you and you feel really good about yourself. Mm -hmm. The reality is the more you strive to hold on to that, the more you're disappointed because we can't always be up there. Yes. And the other aspect is that the down times, which we almost always want to avoid, of course, because they're painful. Mm -hmm. The reality, though, is that as time passes, you realize that you more often learn great lessons about who you are and lessons about life actually during those down times than the up times. Ah. But having an evenness of temperament, understanding that both of these states are temporary is an important thing, I think. Yes. The other letter is F. Uh, forgiveness. What happens so often is we'll get angry at somebody and we'll hold that anger within us. And every time we see them, that experience is relived and all the negative aspects of that. And some people say that, you know, when you hold that anger towards somebody, it's like drinking poison and somehow thinking it's going to affect the other person. And it never does. It only hurts you. And this is not to say you forget about a wrong towards you. You just forgive the person. And remember, when we stand in the shoes of another, oftentimes we can appreciate their perspective, right? Yes. So by forgiving somebody, you are releasing uh, that hostility and actually benefiting yourself. G is having gratitude. You know, so many of us have a tendency to look at somebody else who has more and go, gosh, you know, if only I had this, that would make me happy. If only I had that. If you think about it, half of the world live on less than $2.50 a day.
0: -hmm.
3: And if you have gratitude for what you have, actually it has a huge effect also on your physiology. H is for humility, understanding that you are no more important than anyone else in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes, people go around and they'll think that because they have this belief system, and this is not uncommon with uh, some religious people, mm-hmm. they say, well, I believe this, and that's a peer to every other belief. Uh, uh, having humility and thinking of yourself as equal to every other person that you're no better or worse uh-huh. uh, It allows you to look at people eye to eye versus looking down on people. I is having integrity and values that you live by that bound your behavior. J is for the sense of justice or fairness in how you interact and live in the world and your responsibility because of your blessings and your position to care for those who are vulnerable or weak. Oh, yes. K is kindness, just doing for another, for no other reason than they're another human being, all contained by love. That is my practice. So every morning I awaken, I sit by the side of my bed, I take several breaths, I have joy and awe about being in the world, and then I go through those letters, and that sets my intention for how I function in the world every day.
2: Wow, that's, that's amazing. For those listeners that would probably help them, and this is a good time to practice as well. Actually, <laughs> thank you so much again, James. This is amazing, and um, hopefully, in the future, we could have you as a guest again and to actually break down and get more into um, to learn more from you. Because I know this short amount of time, you know, we can only get so much information. So,
3: <laughs> well, I'm happy to help, and I'm honored that uh, BTS uh, has. Uh, I've been kind enough to use what is in my book to help other people. And I'm honored to be with you here today.
2: Thank you once again. Take care now and hopefully talk to you again in the future.
0: <laughs> take, care. Guys, take care.
2: Wow, this was an episode full of so much information and news. Yeah. It's, cra- mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like, you know, me and Jose was talking about like how we get done recording and then so much more stuff comes up and we're like, wow. We are well fed. And I hope um this podcast also helps you like stay updated. I know everyone has been busy, but also um I hope this will help you catch up on news that maybe you haven't heard. Definitely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um how did you feel about this episode, Holding?
1: Oh my god, we had a lot of information written. <laughs> like a lot. And obviously we're thankful to BTS because they're the ones who are giving us so much information, content, news. Yeah.
2: And also for us to connect to amazing people, like this current interview that we did with Dr. James R. Doty and also the previous interview that we had with Murray Stein, it's it's insane, you know? But I hope you guys um, learn from all these yeah. amazing interviews. I'm, I feel like I'm learning so much just going through this, and this podcast is all thanks to you guys. So thank you so mm-hmm. much.
1: So to stay updated, guys, with our podcast, follow us on Twitter at Interlude Army PD. That is Interlude Army PD. Our email for any feedback, Love Army letters, or any type of comments that you want to send us is interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com.
2: Thank you guys. Once again, I hope to catch you next week.
1: Yes, catch you next week, ARMY. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you, thank you, thank you.
2: Bye.
1: Bye. Kim Kim Min Ho Kim